breaking news this hour. Townhall.com. You're listening to AM 1490 WWPR, Bradenton, Sarasota, Tampa Bay. And now it's time for Terror Shut up and sit down. What's going on, everybody? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Paraprobe. This is Chance Hancock, your lovely host, with his lovely co-host, Jesse J. Yep, Jesse J. And our board op, Blue, who's probably never going to say anything ever again. Uh, maybe, if I feel like it. We have like a really bad <laughs> storm over the top of us right now, so we're really hoping that the station doesn't get shut down all of a sudden. Oh, I know how to deal with it. That happens. Yeah, so uh, just letting you people know that if you hear a lot of static and then things go quiet, we got hit by lightning. So Or a tornado. <laughs> or we tornado. Did, we did see a funnel cloud when we ran or inside. <laughs> what are you doing What are you there? doing? You're like making racket. Eh. Yeah, and then you slam your hand on the desk every day, so. Look, stop that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got our buddy George over here in the corner, who's like very, very quiet. Oh, yeah. You can't hear him because he doesn't have a he, mic. He yeah. looks like an unenthusiastic Clark Kent. That's what you remind me of. <laughs> I need that a lot. Yep. <laughs> he's got, like, the, you know, the dark hair swoofed to one side, got the little curl. You know, he's got the glasses. You know, he's a good-looking guy, ladies. So, you know, you got to check him out. Yeah, we'll have an auction for him later. Yep. I'm going to auction him off. Yep. <laughs> Would you like to date Superman? Would you like him to... F- Never mind. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, guys. <laughs> George is like, I just came in and learned the board, man. Yeah. So that's part of it. That, yeah, we're, we're, we're kind of messed up. It, yeah. It is, get used to it. We ain't got no sense. I know, we don't. So anyways, joining us on the show here uh, roughly in about 13 minutes, we're going to be having Elizabeth Saint from yes. Ghost of Shepherdstown. Yes. It, it, oh, my God. Jesse has been, like, all giddy all week. Yep. He's, he's like, she's so hot. She is. And she knows Kung Fu. I did not know that until, like, you literally told me. It wasn't in her bio. Uh, Electrical engineer. All kinds of stuff, man. Yeah, worked for the DOD. So, like, she's certified BA, man. Like, she's... Yeah. 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 She'll F you up, bro. (laughs) I guess we're just going with acronyms for the rest of the show. Yes. Yes. If I can't cuss, that's how it's going down. Well, let's MFA. Yeah. Move (laughs) along. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so anyways, um, so tonight we're going to be talking to her about Cosm, a whole new thing that she has set up, which we'll get more into detail about that when she comes on. Uh, also, we're going to talk to her about some of her investigations she's been doing, maybe take a little bit of a, a, a spin around to memory lane and talk to her about a little bit of Ghost of Shepherdstown when she used to be on there um, with her buddies Bill Hartley and you know a few other people. Um, also, too, Viddy Space with Nick Groff. I mean, there's a whole lot of stuff to talk about, so she'll be coming on here in a little bit. And hopefully we won't get struck and killed by lightning before then, um, because I mean honestly, if we do, it's gonna be awesome. Cause our rate, our rating is gonna go through the roof. If I get struck by lightning and don't turn into the flash, I'm gonna be pissed. Dude, that would kind of suck, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be worthless. He got speed, and all I got was a twitch. <laughs> I would get a twitch too. <laughs> I would too, man. I'd just be sitting around all day just <laughs> got a nervous tick <laughs> every time I blink. The uh, the TV changes channels. <laughs> Dude, that would kind of be cool, actually. Like, I can't find the remote. Don't worry. Dude, do you remember X-Men 2? Yes. Okay, and you remember when Wolverine was walking around at nighttime, yep. and there was that kid watching TV, yep. and he kept blinking and changing channels? Yep. Maybe that's how he got his powers. He was hit by lightning. Yeah, it's a different world. That's not how things work in that world. Well, whatever. I that's mean, a genetic thing. I know, but I want to be able to change channels in my... You know, by blinking and not have to get up. Okay, Dude, we'll go outside with the antenna. Like, go stand up on the antenna right now. My superpower would be sheer laziness. I could just do everything from blinking. I would never have to get up. <laughs> that that, that would, would be my superpower. Yeah. That would just be telekinesis, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah look at that. <laughs> look, look. See, now we know who the brains of the operation is over here. Right here. Fine. Blue. Use logic. See if I care. Yeah, fair enough. I still want to blink. 
You just want to blank. I just want to blank and make stuff happen. Hey, I didn't say <laughs> I dream that. A genie. I didn't see. I didn't say that like you couldn't blink and that it, you when you use your telepathy, but like. Yeah. I'm really curious. Somebody on sorry. Somebody on Instagram started following Paraprobe Radio. Long hair ghost hunter sci-fi. <laughs> what is that? The uh, Willie Nelson. Yeah, I don't I mean. Know. <laughs> gotta sing a song about ghosts. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, Willie Nelson of the ghost world. Dude, I would totally, like, hang out with Willie Nelson, and I probably wouldn't survive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody would. I can't. It's it's like trying to smoke pot with Snoop Dogg. Yeah. It's just, it's hard. It's Dude, hard to keep up. When you have Snoop Dogg saying it's hard to keep up with Willie, that Nick says it all right there. Yeah. 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 Um, I remember one time when it was uh, Toby Keith, he said, you know, they said, what was it like touring with Willie Nelson? It was in this interview. And he goes, uh, it's a lot of fun, you know, and everybody just kind of <laughs> laughed because they kind of got the, the point of what he was trying to avoid talking about. And uh, and they were all like, you know, so did you hang out with him on the bus? Because everybody knows what that means if it's Willie Nelson. And he was like, well, he goes, yes and no. He goes, see, with Willie, you walk on the bus, but you glide out. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh. yeah, I dude, I think it would be kind of cool to hang out with Willie for a week. Yeah, the man. You know what's so funny? The way he looks to everybody now is how he's looked to me his entire life. His entire life. Yeah, he's always looked like seventy-eight. Yeah, you know? I mean, his like entire life. Well, I wouldn't go seventy-eight. Maybe sixty-two. Like not uh, well, no, sixty, sixty-five and a half. Like retirement age. Like dead on the border of retirement age. Like okay. a guy that just retired. He don't give a darn anymore. He's just hanging out, he smoking looks, doobies and stuff. And I mean, he looks like everybody's favorite uncle that just just sits around, retired, and does just smoke joints all day. I wish I had an uncle like that. Everybody wants an Uncle Willie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That just kind of doesn't sound right either. But that, whatever. Jeez. <laughs> what? You went there. There we go. All right. We're here. We're, We're here, here now. <laughs> the bus has arrived. Yes. Let's yes. glide off. <laughs> oh, All right. Man. So anyways, uh, getting on to some other topics. Um, I do want to give a quick shout out to my brother-in-law and my now sister-in-law, um, Jay and Felicia Centron. They got married two weeks ago. It was so funny. The day they got married, I called in, which we did not air that show. And then the following weekend, I was like, okay, well, I'm going to give them a shout-out this weekend. Totally forgot. (laughs) So I'm giving them a shout-out this time to make sure I do not forget. So a shout-out to them. Congratulations on your wedding. Glad I got to be a part of it. It was awesome. Had a lot of fun. And uh, I wish you guys many, 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 many years of happiness. So there. Got it out. Or misery. Whichever. (sighs) They're kind (laughs) of locked hand in hand when you're married. (laughs) Some days are good. Some days you just want to swallow the bullet. But anyways. Roger. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude. No, no. It was, you know what? I would not change it for anything in the world. I yeah, mean, I wouldn't either. Having someone like this past week, my wife was sick. You know, my kid was sick. Like, so I luckily my job was cool with me taking a couple of days off. So, like, I can, like, take care of them. Mm-hmm. But, like, it. it I was thinking about it. What would she have done if, like, I wasn't there? Or what would I do if I was in her position and she wasn't there? Like, yeah, no. Totally screwed. Wouldn't. (laughs) For me, I've got a messed up knee, messed up back, now messed up ribs. And I'm still working, still doing everything i got to do. And I just, every day I ask my own self, like, man, it would be great if I was with someone who would take care of me. No, I'm kidding. Somebody does. <laughs> Dude, no, no, I'm no. Not, we're still putting that out there. You married a therapist. <laughs> she takes care of you all the time. Yeah, because that'd be awfully expensive if it wasn't. This is why she likes me. Like, I, I'll, I'll put it out there. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I am one of those people that I, like, we had, matter of fact, when we had the conversation a couple of weeks ago, uh, actually, I think it was last weekend's show. I said that everybody is crazy. The only people that's in the, you know, the been hospitalized or institutionalized are just the ones that got caught. Everybody is crazy in one way or another. I don't know if we said that on the show, but I think we said that on the phone. No, we no, did that. You said it on the show. Okay. Ah, see, there you go. Well, I'm sorry. Memory's not a thing around here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so funny? You and I have done shows, it, it, only an hour long show. We mm-hmm. leave out of here, we're going down the road, you and I are talking. And I cannot remember half the crap that we talked about or no. spit out on the air. That's really that's that's the beauty of improv, like and like just spitting it. However, you know, you either crash and burn, or you can't remember half the crap you said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what I mean, and it's very true. I mean, for one of those, you know, for one of these things, I mean, I've had people ask me in the past, you know, who are friends of mine, thinking about getting into radio stuff like that. 
And it's so funny because I'll hear people go, oh, you know what? I should do a podcast show or I should do a radio show. It's so easy. All you got to do is talk. <laughs> really? Nope. Here's what I want you to do. Take your cell phone, flip it to video, set it up to film yourself, pick any subject you like. doesn't matter what it is. Talk about it solid straight for one hour with no dead air time in between, no nothing. Solid. If you can entertain yourself when you watch that video back for that whole hour, then okay, you know, you, maybe then you might think about it. Maybe maybe do it. But 99.9% .9 of the time, the people I've told that to call me back and I go, yeah, I'm not doing radio. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, I they do. realize it's much harder than what they think. I remember when I was uh, starting the YouTube channel, which really didn't last long because, like, I got bored. But <laughs> I need somebody to talk to. Yeah, yeah. We, we know this. Yes. But um, <laughs> you need friends. I, I, I literally tried your advice, and I did it in my car, and as we both know, my car is loud. Mm -hmm. And, like, even with a shotgun mic, the whole nine, little fancy setup, all you heard was... <laughs> that's it i believe it man you got that little badass sports car so you know yeah it's yeah. kind of loud it, it's loud it's not fast that would be like loud. me doing that in my jeep and you know mine's got that little bit of a grumble to it oh you know? yeah yeah that yeah. yep yeah i uh i it's one of those things like i've told people before now if you're doing a recorded show sure anybody could do a recorded show because well, yeah. you can go you back can and edit, edit. Yeah, yeah you could cut out the ums uh um throughout the whole thing you can cut all that out you know and, and keep it smooth and flowing you can do that you can edit it and make it sound great but however you got to have a little bit of charisma a little bit of style of being able to entertain you know be funny granted not every show is going to be 100 percent on no show is no. you know but you, at least if you can carry the momentum for majority of the time you're good to go oh yeah know? no i used to rant that that was my thing i loved ranting but then i'd have to clip out like the mfers and this that and the other because that's like, why i don't rant. i, I, because, I had yeah, a i yeah. kick off in that mode I had a blooper reel that I did, and like I was like, all right, we're gonna have to make this like 18 plus, and like all this, that, and the other. And it's because... just one long f bomb. <clears throat> That's all it is. Oh my goodness! Yeah. It, so especially when I was like messing up, and I was trying to get something exactly right because there, I was doing like boating tutorials and stuff like that, blah blah blah, or mm. like. Just rules of road, just basic knowledge for boating because like boat captain, that's my trade, that's what I do, that's my thing, mm -hmm. and I was. Working on a particular waterway in a county around this area that uh, just irked me because oh, – <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to throw it out there like that. But um, it was just – there was some people out there, and you could tell they're beginners or whatever, but, like, pick up a book. Like, <laughs> that's yeah. where I was at. Yeah. And, like, my uh, deckhand was like, you need to record something. They were like, get on TikTok. Put these rants on TikTok. I didn't know what a TikTok was now. Now I can't get off of it. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, That's all right. She said, right. You know, here's the thing. You know, you could turn around and do, like I said, a, a show about, like like you're doing, about boating, about knowledge that you know. I ain't doing it no more. This is my show now. <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you know, take a topic that you know backwards and forwards and that you can discuss all day long and, and you could probably make a show out of it. You absolutely could. Oh, yeah. But you still have to have a certain level of entertainment, you know, to it when you're discussing it. Because let's be real. <clears throat> let's say you were talking about, I don't know, underwater basket weaving. You can make that funny if you know yeah. the topic and the subject and have a good sense of humor. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But a lot of people out there who think they're funny just aren't funny. Well, that's why, like, the click-through rate. Everybody's concerned with click-through rate on YouTube and stuff like that. Even, like, when we're putting our stuff on podcasts, we, yeah. we want that click-through rate. We want the full listen person to listen to the whole thing mm -hmm. because that means they're entertained that means that we're doing a good job that means like they care about what they're getting value from what we're doing yep and that's the thing if you're going to be informative like straight up be informative and like throw some humor in there and keep the person's attention don't sit there and be like a classroom where we're just teaching on i don't know anatomy <laughs> of a pelvic bone i don't know <laughs> like <laughs> that <be> just, interesting <laughs> you got my attention <laughs> there you go that's what i'm here for so it, it really is one of those things. I mean, when it comes down to doing, you know, a show, because uh, I've had people ask me many, many times about that. So I figured, you know what, why not? Before she comes on, I'd go ahead and bring that up on air, you know, and talk about it real quick for the, our listeners. So if you're thinking about doing a show, like I said, just record yourself for about an hour and make sure that you can make it entertaining to yourself. And if you can, then you're good to go, especially pick a topic that you know. You don't have to right. research and all that because – 
if you if you take unknown topics to talk about, the whole show is going to be nothing but um because uh, you're having to look stuff up or like read. monotone <laughs> or like hey, if you listened live to the show that I did solo exactly. on something you, that I didn't know anything about, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, you got to give inflection. <laughs> you gotta you gotta give inflection, and people can tell that hey, they might think this part is funny, and sometimes you laughing can get your audience laughing. It's hey. true. Oh man, she was nine seconds late. <laughs> oh, that's it. She is so grounded. <laughs> hey, remind her to keep it clean too when she comes on air. Uh, <laughs> we're taking a pause right now. I guess she's coming on now. Is she there? Are you there? She's on. I, I am here. God, about time. How you doing? <laughs> Good. How are you? Long time no here. I know. All right, guys, so welcome to the show right now. We have Elizabeth St. On. Jesse, go ahead and say hi before you pee yourself. I can't. I can't speak. Hi. <laughs> hi. Oh, my God. Uh, Jesse took, like, a couple of looks at your photographs, and he's like, I'm not going to be able to talk to her. He thinks you're hot. She is hot. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, don't even start. You know you get that all the time. No, no, no. Not for me. I think you're hideous, but whatever. Whatever. <laughs> and, that's why I, and, that's, and that's why I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you know Kung Fu, so everybody has to love you or else. Uh, or else, yeah. <laughs> or, or else, yes. Well, I, I told Jesse about the time you threatened a rabbit kick uh, John in the throat, so. <laughs> yeah. We, we've had some very interesting interviews on the other show. By the way, reminder, we are on live on air right now on regular radio, so watch the language. Uh, when we, okay. back, back in the day doing Dead X, you know, having her on, very uncensored, all that, very Howard Sternish, we were definitely pretty wild at times. And I know you were too, little Miss Elizabeth Saint. Sorry. Saint being the <laughs> operative word right now. <laughs> All right, so listen, I've been dying to talk to you actually about the whole Cosm thing. So fill us in and fill in the audience. What is Cosm? Uh, what is Cosm? Oh, yes. well, it's, uh, yeah, so it was originally Space, and uh, we rebranded earlier this year. Mm-hmm. It's really it's really dedicated just to indie filmmakers and content creators. And I honestly, a lot of times I say it's like, a mashup of everything that I love. So you'll find a lot of paranormal, you'll find cryptid, you'll find crime, you'll find a lot of documentaries, horror, of course, thriller. And it's kind of geared towards towards that and uh, really promoting filmmakers in, in a way that's like not really done. I mean, there's a lot of indie platforms out there, out there but they don't really promote them the way that they, they can. They just kind of throw their content up there and that's kind of it. But all the the whole model is to give back to the filmmakers so they can continue creating. I mean, that's the whole goal. That's awesome. Yeah, John and I actually were just discussing, like, I don't know, but we've been discussing, actually, for a while now about uh, maybe doing another film. Um, you know, we had the movie House of Blood that we had done, uh, which was John's movie. I want to make sure I clarify that was John's baby. His, he, I, I was, like, a small couple of parts in the film. So you I don't were say just it's the like guy walking film, bloody like into I did it with him. afterwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the one who actually, you know, put the film together and all that good stuff. But um, so now, what was the rapid change between going from Vidi Space to Cosm? I mean, was it just you just want to try something new, a whole different level, or what? Yeah, there's a lot of so there's a lot of new new kind of features that are being added. Honestly, after 2020, mm-hmm. they're like. I felt like there needed to be a lot of changes in, in the direction of the platform and also how we could better help other content creators. And um, there was also like a change of ownership that happened too um, amongst myself and my, my partners. And uh, okay. and after that moment, I decided to, you know, rebrand and, and kind of make it what I've always wanted it to be. And um, I'm going to be launching the virtual venue at the end of this month, which is kind of it's kind of the thing I'm most excited about because you don't have to distribute your content on our platform, but what you can do with the virtual venue is promote or just take a take a night and just stream maybe your film that you just created, or say you have a film festival and you need to make it virtual or you're a band that can't go on tour, you know, and like you. Oh, you mean that's happening? <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like 
like, you know, like, and, and people are starting to get more out there. But I think what we've learned with the past year is, you know, a lot of people are going to do, continue to do things online because they've now kind of learned how to do that. But it's, it's a way to kind of reach a broader audience and to be a platform where people can just use us in a way. And, um, I have a place where they can have their online ticketed events and kind of be worry-free. Um, and so if you come to the platform and you're like, oh, I want to stream like this this live show that we're doing uh, and we're going to charge like $20 per ticket or whatever, that you get the full $20 per ticket and we just charge like a small service fee. Oh, um, that's pretty cool. Like 10%. So, <laughs> so like your customers may be paying like a dollar more. Mm-hmm. But you, you as a creator, are getting what you deserve. You're getting like the funds, and we're just we're just being an avenue, you know, to get your content out there. That's yeah. phenomenal. Um, I got yeah. a really dumb question because that's what I do. Dumb questions. Um, that's Jesse's. Uh, <laughs> that, that's that's a that's a superpower. I bring ignorance to the table. That's what I bring. <laughs> but you bring it fully. Oh, you don't funny. hide it, and I love that about you. So how it how does it function for like uh? The people who want to view this comment as a uh, comment, content, content. words, words. So, yeah. Use your words, I'm tongue-tied. Like, Slow down. I'm glad she's not in here Deep because breath. I totally wouldn't be able to talk right now. It would be bad. <laughs> oh, I'd be crying right now. I'd be laughing so hard, but go ahead. Yeah. Um. So how does it function when you're, like, you want to stream, th- like, when you want to watch things? Like, let's say I want to, I don't know, subscribe to Com- Cosm and, like, watch these indie movies and stuff does it function kind of like hulu and netflix or is it like on a different i don't know how to yeah yeah so something else that's new is uh there's actually tiered subscriptions but you can also rent and purchase individual titles so if you just see like this horror film that you just want to watch you don't really care about the rest of the content (laughs) you can you can easily go in and do that and it gives you various options and I wanted to do tiered subscriptions because, you know, there's a, there's the free tier, which is essentially just video podcasts and some free content that we offer. Um, but then there's, uh, there's the middle grade tier. That's what everybody was used to from Vidispace, Space. That's just $6.99 a month. And then there's also a yearly price too. Um, but I wanted to also add a higher tier that, kind of encapsulates all the virtual events that we're going to be doing in the future. So we have like a virtual venue every year That's that we're going to be putting smart. on um, for a film festival. Last year it was in person, but we have so many submissions outside the States. I, granted, 2020 didn't help, but it's honestly, it's the perfect way to go about doing it if we can. But then, like I said, you know, this would also give you access to any virtual events that we do throughout the year. So they kind of go hand in hand. You know, the virtual venue, Cosmic, that's going to be launching at the end of the month, and then Cosm. So it, it works like Hulu. Yeah, it's a subscription service, but we also do transactional, so you can rent and purchase individual titles and, um, and like, pay-per-view, you know, for, um, for things that are launching on the virtual venue. That's super cool. Well, for you, it's like yeah. I know you. You're always busy. You're always coming up with something new because your little, you know, your your beautiful mind always has to run off somewhere and figure something <laughs> out. Beautiful mind. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I I know you're always still doing investigations all the time too. So I have a very important question. Mm-hmm. When are you coming down here to investigate with me and the team over here at the Tampa Bay Theater? The Tampa Bay Theater. Yeah, well known. Ghost Hunters has wanted to nail this thing down like fifteen tw- uh, times and. Something always comes up where they can't make it. Really? Uh, yeah, duh. I would love to. You know what's so crazy? It's like... You? Lardin's no, I'm one kidding. Of those locations <laughs> that I, I've been saying for years I have to go to because I hear so many things. Mm-hmm. And I, I really don't feel like anybody goes down there that often, to be honest. Right now, everybody's I, here. I, I was going to say, down there <laughs> really? in Florida? Oh, my God. Yeah. And spring break is some full freaking swing. Oh, God. Yeah, there, yeah. there is uh, Florida is business as usual, where we live. Um, and we're, I mean, everybody's always still working, still busy. Nothing really seems yeah. to have changed. We just all yeah. look like. I mean, they opened small. up the Tampa Bay Theater, like, uh, here recently, you know, letting people in for watching the films. It's a very large historical theater. It is gorgeous. It is very well known, also very well documented for being haunted. We've done numerous events there. We broadcasted live from there, too. With, even with Dead X Radio, we did shows from there, too. 
And uh, so we're looking at doing a few things there, and uh, maybe we'll have to get you to come down and come hang out with us sometime, do an investigation. I think you would love it. You'd have a blast. Oh, I would love to, yeah. So with that being said, do you have any uh, special investigations coming up in the near future? Yeah, I do. I actually, I've been, recently I was, uh, I've been doing some work with uh, Steve Shippey. People know him from Haunting in the Heartland on travel, and uh, him and Cindy Kaza just did a um, a documentary that was being filmed on Discovery Plus, but uh, we we recently were filming and investigating at this this slaughterhouse, which was kind of interesting. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Was, uh, uh, I seen the spirit of a cow walk by. It was incredible. <laughs> yeah, no, you know what? It did not happen. And what's even crazier is I didn't even think about an animal once while I was there. <laughs> if you're there, can you make your presence known to me? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like, why doesn't that happen? What? That's a good question. That is a good, that is I've a good question. I've never heard a spirit cow. I have done him. Or pig. You and I, we have barely ever really talked about, like, my experience level in doing investigations. I've been doing investigations for, like, over 20 years. Um, I, I can't even count how many times I've been, like, in the newspaper and everything else, you know, for the level of investigations I've done. And honestly, not bragging, just say we've done that kind of stuff that has garnered attention. And right. So throughout my career of, like, you know, doing this for, like, over 20 years, I have never experienced an animal haunting. Not once. I feel yeah. like that's... Yeah, people have experiences of, like, sometimes at night I feel my cat crawl on the bed. <laughs> exactly. You know, you know like, or yeah. I see, like, I, I mean, I have, to be honest, I, I have seen, like, uh, something that I would say was uh, maybe a dog <laughs> figure. In certain places, but I I don't know if that's necessarily what it was. I, I have been on investigations and asked, is there a dog here? <laughs> like, <laughs> I have asked, but it wasn't because I was seeing something fluffy. It was because I was seeing something around like that looked kind of like the shape of a dog that was moving like a dog. Now, you know what? <laughs> I Actually, you reminded me, actually, that is very true. There was an investigation I was on uh, in Parrish, Florida, where we had witnessed something that had a dog shape to it. That uh, formed up and, and ran by us. Oh, it was, imagine a shadow person, but as a dog. And that's what we saw. And there was four of us who witnessed it. Um, I, to this day, I have no idea what it was. I can't say it was a dog or whatever the case may be. But, yeah, it, it's one of those, it's like, okay, it looks like the shape of a dog, but you're not sure. I've only, Okay, so, yeah, technically I've had it happen to me once out of 20 years. Now, according to Google, yeah. it, it, it is a thing. It's definitely a thing. Well, I've I've heard it from other people too who have claimed to have seen yeah. like you know their their long lost pet who had passed on or whatever you know come back and visit sure. and such. Yeah, but what, it could also be viewed as like a sometimes like uh, I don't know. It I mean sure yes it it's possible, but I also think sometimes you're it's like if you're used to your phone vibrating on you mm-hmm. and then suddenly you feel like a vibration, your phone's not even on you. And it's, it's like true. Phantom feeling, you know. It's very true because you do you do build a muscle memory to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. Yep. And same thing if you're a person who always has a dog who jumps up on your couch or your bed with you all the time or a cat, that yeah, I could see that happening. That becomes a muscle memory yeah. that your brain all of a sudden kicks in and goes, uh, there should be something laying on me right now, and yeah. you just feel it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's amazing how much the brain can uh, control things. Or yeah, make I you think go sometimes autopilot. people forget that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, what is the weirdest thing you've ever seen on an investigation so far? The the weirdest? Yeah, the weirdest. I don't think anyone's ever asked me the weirdest. Uh, who are you talking to? I mean, come on. <laughs> exactly. Well, I should know. The weirdest. Oh, I'd have I'd have to think about it for a second. Okay, you I think about say, it just like, now. I've, I've met some nothing. weird characters for sure. Okay, we've all been there, done that. What's one of your weirdest characters you've had to deal with on an investigation? Uh, <laughs> oh, come on! <laughs> I think, I think sometimes. Okay, so I, <laughs> and then I think to myself, like, oh, maybe they're listening. Uh, <laughs> oh, so we're talking no, about so- real people. Like oh yeah oh, oh, oh yeah absolutely oh, well, no. <laughs> wrong rabbit hole. <laughs> well, yeah, well I don't know. I've had some bizarre EVPs 
come through after <laughs> listening on an investigation, which is kind of kind of strange. This is okay. I'm going to tell you this story because it's weird, okay. and it 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 could potentially be unbelievable, but I swear to whatever and anything <laughs> that this is a true story. Okay. Okay. Go so I was investigating a church, and it was a weird, weird old church. Like it obviously had some. some crazy vibes and and sure we were we were getting activity and stuff like that and the team that I used to be uh, be with we we had like everything under the sun we were we were a very data driven team which was great for me but at the same time uh, it would always take a long time to to set up and we were very thorough and and so we we always had a lot of audio to review afterwards because we had you know different microphones set up in every room uh, and I remember I was reviewing the audio one time, and mind you, I'm in a church, right? So I don't, I don't expect to be hearing anything like this, but I, I'm listening, and I hear two people talking, and at first I can't really make out what they're saying, and I'm listening, and I'm listening, and and you know how when you're listening to VPs, it's like, ah, oh, if only I could like, and sometimes like amplifying it just distorts it, distorts sometimes, it, but yep. then, right? So then, but then I got to this clear spot where I swear to you, the one person says, touch her butt, and the other person says, I'm not going to do that. (laughs) Are you sure that was spirits? I swear to you, nobody was around. (laughs) I can see some of the other team members going, touch her butt. I was by myself. It was my personal digital recorder. There was no, there was, I don't know, but I do... I, I believe it. I, I do. I believe some it. Weird characters. I do. Even I like kn- with real time audio devices, sometimes I just, I'm just like. I put it this way. I know you well enough that I know you wouldn't lie to me, and I know you wouldn't throw something like out there, out you know, like that out there publicly, if it was a lie. You know what I mean? And, and so I know right. for definitive proof. If you're telling me that's what you heard, then hey, I believe it. I know I you well mean, enough. But there's some interesting characters. I don't know who they are. Hey, I, I was on an investigation. I, I have had some interesting conversations for sure. Uh, about a couple of weeks ago, we were on the show talking about an investigation that I did uh, over in Palmetto, Florida. And it was for a guy from, uh, I don't want to say who it was, but he's from a very well-known TV show on Travel Channel. Uh, it was investigating his house. He's not a ghost guy, it's, he, but he's having stuff going on. So we went and checked it out. Um, anyways, I was investigating the home for him. And one of our people who is working individually with another guy uh, in the house, everybody else was outside of the command center. We know for a fact we had cameras set up. We know everybody was counted for outside. These two on camera turn around and go, okay, the one guy looks at the other one, and you're going to love this, Jesse, because you'll remember as soon as I say it, he goes, hey, Bo, grab the camera, (laughs) and let's go upstairs, and we will go to the third floor. We'll run an EVP and filming for a little bit, and then we'll come back down, and then we'll call it a night. Mm -hmm. So... Now, this guy who told the other guy, Bo, his name, okay, his name's Gio, Gio and Bo. Gio tells Bo, let's go do this, right? Now, Gio, at the time, was a diehard skeptic. He did, I mean, he's got a master's degree, you know, in physics, does not believe in ghosts whatsoever. This was his first real investigation was actually coming with me on the team, and I wanted him there because of the fact I knew he was a skeptic, right? <laughs> yeah, So, cool. he's up there in the attic. They do their thing. They come back down. Nothing happens. We had a very quiet night. Everything's wrapped up. We leave. Next day, he calls me up freaking out and says, please come to the house. You have to check this out. I'm like, okay. Drive over to his house. I get there. He's got his EVP recorder with him, and he's got it all set up, you know, on the computer. And uh, so I turn around, and he hits play, and he goes, you know, he goes, don't worry. You don't have to put on headphones. You're going to hear this. And he starts <laughs> laughing. And he's got that, like, like nervous laugh, like, you know, really confused. So... And I remember this because we went back and looked at the video footage later, too, and to match it with the audio he caught. So the point when he says, hey, Bo, let's go upstairs, put up the equipment, we'll do this for a few minutes, blah, 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 and then we'll leave. Right after he says Bo's name, you hear this other voice over the top of them go, Bo, 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 Bo. (laughs) I swear to God, just like that, that clear. And, like, we checked this stuff top to bottom to make sure nothing had been tampered with, but we had another recorder that had picked it up, too. So we were like, okay, we we definitely know. That happens know. a lot. Yeah. Like if you're just recording and having a normal conversation, a lot of times I've caught some of my best EVPs because you just hear it like 
come over top of you, oh, yeah. right under you, like full sentences just saying whatever. They just want to talk to I had a lady you. once come in and say, can I sit down on the floor, please? Like right under us talking about how we were going to set up the investigation because we would start rolling right away, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, what is she? Like, she's, she's bored of us, I guess. It's just like... <laughs> It just sounded like someone was just annoyed that they had to be there. And just like, the, can I just sit down? <laughs> the funny part is, is like you guys are looking for a ghost. It's coming up and going, what are you doing? <laughs> like, well, we're, we're looking for you. <laughs> can I sit yeah. down? Can I join in? What are we doing? <laughs> yeah. The weirdest one for me that I've captured was the one where I thought we had a negative haunt going on at a uh, at a family location. And mm-hmm. we went there, was playing very kid gloves. We didn't want to obviously antagonize and make the situation worse. Uh, but, like, at the very end of the night, it was, like, 3 in the morning because we were there for, like, a good solid, like, you know, like 10, 12 hours. And uh, I finally was like, you know what? I, I told a buddy of mine, and I'm not thinking about anything in my head or trying to be negative or, like, you know, taunt or anything. I was just looked at him, and I'm like, you know what? If there's something here, either it's hiding, I said, or it's just not real. I said, or it's, I don't know. I really don't know. And so, and that was it in our conversation. The reason why I remember that part of the conversation is because later on the next day and we're going over all the audio and we got to that part, right after I said that, you heard a voice behind us go, keep pretending, little boy. (laughs) So, obviously, I pissed it off. (laughs) Actually... Was there anything like negative that happened after that to the no, family, or no, was that just nothing? Matter of fact, they said that after, and this is what is so weird. They had all this stuff that had happened before we went there, and investigated. We did one investigation, didn't do any type of cleansing, no nothing, right? We were just there to, uh, to immediately just ascertain if there was something going on, yeah, and if fine. we had some proof, we had people that we wanted to talk to to come in and do a cleansing. Long story short, did all that, and nothing ever else happened again after that. Never had to do anything about it. And I stay, as a matter of fact, I'm still in contact with the people. So, yeah, nothing. Mm-hmm. See, that's the thing that, like, always gets me. Like, when you had me watching all the ghost shows before we started doing this, I was like, okay, what happened after? What happened after they left? Like, what, did there something go on you after You know what? Actually, like, I'm glad. I we, the this is another reason why we're glad to have you on. Uh, we were discussing a week ago about para-unity. What is your take oh. on para-unity? <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be the same as mine, probably. Mm-hmm. It's, a tough, it's, a it's not going to happen. How about that? We kind of just showed no, it for no, you. No, no, it's it's fine. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think, <laughs> my honest opinion, I think paranormal reality television has destroyed para unity. Yes, that's like the easiest way to put it. It's always the, like because it's 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 also destroyed the authenticity of anything that you get. You know, like it, you can, you can actually, you can get great evidence, something solid. And, you know, unfortunately, what's in the back of all of our minds now is like, okay, well, did you produce that just to like be seen, get noticed, to get more people to like pay attention to what you're doing? Like, is mm-hmm. that even real? Like everybody just second guesses everything. Yep. And yep. it's like, I, if, I don't think if if a, if a ghost manifested in front of thousands of people, no one would believe it. I could. Yeah. I was just gonna say a guy could have an hour footage of him having a conversation with Abraham Lincoln, and somebody would be like, "Yeah, CGI." I mean, for real. Right. I mean, that was kind of my reaction to some of it. It was like, all right, like some some things that they got on some of the shows that I've watched. I'm not, and not even any in particular. Like I could remember because memory is definitely not a thing. But um, <laughs> dude, you got the memory span of a moth. <laughs> yeah, I, I really do. Oh look, shiny light. Nope, oh, that hurts. Oh, Ooh, oh shiny light. <laughs> Don't go to the light. <laughs> no, Jesse. I just I felt like some of it was just not really put on, but over dramatized just to like keep people interested. Oh, like the Bigfoot, yeah. ones, yeah. the Bigfoot ones. Oh, those get me because like when we had um the young lady on um what's her name? So, Phyllis Cesar. There we go. I yeah. kept. I wanted to put them together. I almost said civil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you weren't far off. <laughs> but um, when we had her on here, it, it was more interesting to me to have somebody tell me about like their personal, I don't know, experiences with you know hunting for Bigfoot than like watch. It's a squatch. 
you know, or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, just, you, I, I, the, on those shows, uh, man, you could fart in the woods and somebody would be like, that was Sasquatch. I believe it. Yeah, I think it's so hard, you know. Like, on, on one hand, with the peri-unity, the problem is, is that, you know, there's a, there's a good amount of people that their, their drive in the paranormal is just to get that television show. And then when it comes yeah. to the television shows, you know, unless people are producing the content themselves that are genuinely into the paranormal, and there are people out there that are, uh, a lot of these producers, like, they've never been on a paranormal investigation. Oh, yeah. They, they didn't grow up being passionate about it. They, you know, they're, they're wired to get, you know, the reactions that they need from you, the information that they need from you. Mm-hmm. And, and like, the same thing with editors. Like, most editors, they're, they're ed- like, everything is edited and produced for entertainment, mm-hmm. and it needs to be viewed as just that. You cannot watch any of these shows and say to yourself, like, like you can't hang on what is happening. You can't. You you should honestly go into it all very skeptical about what what is going on in general. Oh, absolutely. Because, because they're, you know, like like think about the the cutaway right before a commercial goes. You know, it's like like it's to keep you through the commercial to come back to continue watching it, you know? Exactly. It's all all structured in a particular way to get you to pay attention, to get you to keep watching, and therefore it has to be interesting, you know? And I think think for me, like, it's really why I I enjoy having a a platform like Cosm in a lot of ways because I, I appreciate showcasing work of people that are, genuinely passionate and not really jaded and and they're legitimate i'm not gonna tell them like oh you need to do this 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 and this to make it more interesting and see and that right there bump out before a commercial like i'm not going to be the person doing that like i want real genuine stories i want people to be showcasing real experiences like that's what i care about and see i got into the field like and it was it wasn't to be on you know, I was going to say, each of us who have done investigations, at least a majority of us, have gotten into it because we've had our own experiences in our past that we wanted to find answers to. And I don't want to make right. it all like melodramatic, like, we've got to find the truth. No, mine was like, man, this is kind of creepy, dude. And I, I wanted to go check it out. Yeah, I got excited it's, yeah. about it. It's exciting. It, yeah, it makes you kind of get it's the problem. If you think about your first investigation, how excited mm-hmm. you were, you had the camaraderie with your I friends, was, was and it was fun. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> And, and I yeah. think that's the problem. A lot of these people out there doing paranormal investigations now, yes, I know people want to take it serious, and they always do it melodramatic, and you see it on Facebook and all that stuff all the time. I'm here to help families. Yeah, but you got to have fun, too, because you're doing, like, 8, 10, 12-hour shifts. Yeah, it's boring. Home. Yeah, it's boring. <laughs> you know, try to have some fun, loosen up a little bit, you know. Exactly. Those kind of people I don't want to investigate with because yeah. I'll wind up probably making them another spirit in the home. You want you want somebody that you can like have fun with and talk junk to the whole exactly. time. I mean like okay, your your E V P has this, this and this and yeah, we heard this, but yeah. did you hear what Chance said to Elizabeth? What the heck? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's the moment because that's what makes it some fun. Of the best stuff comes from just like you know, messing around and just joking. Oh, those when midnight two hours. We're doing like EVP sessions or like real time audio sessions. I mean, I, I like sometimes uh, at events I used to do this thing where I would call it paranormal like speed dating with whatever's there to talk to. <laughs> I, I would have someone hold the recorder because I, I always believe you know there's a lot that goes into you you using your energy you know to to ask questions. And I'd be like, yeah, just, you know, ask questions like you're on a first date. Maybe ask them what, what you know, their favorite ice cream is. I don't know, you know. But <laughs> it's so funny because it would work so well because we're not asking the same mundane questions over and over again. And, like, mm-hmm. whatever it is that we're triggering a response to, like, it, it's more likely that something is going to respond because the energy that you're putting out there isn't so dang boring. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You know, like, it doesn't have to, like, if, if I'm having a conversation with you, I'm not going to be like, you know, Chance, do you know that you're dead? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only yeah. on the inside. 
mean, so be dead. I mean, this could be our purgatory, and we could just be hanging out, you know, talking to the living. Oh, my God. I got to do paraprobe forever. Stop. No. No more rap. See, now I'm going to be up to like 3 o'clock in the morning thinking about this. That's not. Oh, (laughs) dude. Elizabeth has some really, really, really good, like, theories that I would love for her to talk to you about because I know it's going to make you wind up in a padded room. Oh, I love it. I would love I'm, it. I'm, I'm good that, with that, it. That is all entertainment for me. See, 2020 was so great for me because, first of all, I had time to sit there and go down all kinds of messed up rabbit holes. It Dude, you great. used to call me about the weirdest <laughs> stuff, man. I would be like, Jesse, go to bed, man. Just go to bed. <laughs> I've, I've already been in bed for like three hours. Go to bed, man. <laughs> oh, Dude. my God. All right, so a quick question. Did you call us at the other number I asked you to call us at? Okay, cool. Because that uh, that is our actual main guest line. The other one I threw out there for, to, to you is like for other people to call in. All right, so if anybody wants to call in right now, listening to the show, and maybe has a question for me, Jesse, or I don't know, I guess maybe Elizabeth, you know, whatever. If you don't want to talk to us, uh, you can call nine four one seven four five fourteen ninety. That's nine four one seven four five fourteen ninety, and maybe we'll. Ask, you know, answer your question. I don't know. We'll think about it. You looked at a different sign. I had to make sure the sign was behind me that you usually <laughs> look at. <laughs> See, if I was doing, like, if I was, like, if, if I was investigating a place, and let's say it was, you know, God forbid, it was Elizabeth who had passed on, my question would be, would probably be, be like, do you remember the rabbit kick you threatened John with? Oh, dude. Because, like, that, that way I would know if, you, like, I would say, like, you know, Elizabeth, if you're here, you know, prove to me it's you, and you'd be like, rabbit kick. I would know it was you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could work potentially. I think what I would worry about, though, is like subconsciously your energy being able to imprint onto the recording device what you wanted to say. This is true, too. I know that theory's been around the so block. So we have to find a way in which I give a code word to somebody else. They steal and lock it away, okay? Mm-hmm. And maybe this is something that you don't communicate on a regular basis. This has to be. This should be somebody that neither one of us know. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what? And then, and then. Well, that way, if 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 she was. Uh, okay. I don't want you to telepathically communicate with them either. I, exactly, I get it. Okay, so let me explain this to Jesse real <laughs> no, quick. No, no, I, I get it. I get okay. it. But right. uh, the the links that you're going to right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? I mean, imagine. I mean, all, right, all I so, know is I'd be like, I got an EVP that said pickle. Does that mean anything to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it can mean several things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. I tell you what, it's it's definitely uh, good talking to you again. It's definitely nice catching up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess you're not that enthused. Well, screw you. Hang up. <laughs> All right, so I do have a quick question for you too. Besides uh, what you have going on with uh, Cosm and what you also have with you know investigations and such, um, are you working on any current film projects yourself, or do you have any coming up? I am actually in the process of yes. The answer is yes. I. I, am, I am, It's like talking to I a am, female Jesse. Go ahead. I. I am. I am doing a, a film project, and then I am also doing a, a documentary that I'm working on. Sweet. I'll react yeah. for you. I'll That's react cool. for you while you adjust your. So Chance is. Uh, yeah, I'm is sore right now. Messed up right now. So he already had a bum knee because he uh, broke he fell my down kneecap. His, yeah. In half. And, and then that threw out his half. back, and then he. Uh, he went to get out of the shower and he busted his like ribs or chest or something on the side. <laughs> I'm not of the gonna tub. lie, I was taking a hot bath, man. I had the bubbles <laughs> going and everything, but okay. With my knee being messed up, I went to push up on the side of the tub to stand up to get out of the bathtub, and my freaking hand slipped and I landed on my ribs across the shower or the uh, bathtub. Oh. Yeah. So now I'm like all sore today. You know, it's been hurting for like a week now, and I've been stubborn about getting it checked out because, well, really, honestly, there's nothing. Nothing much they can do about it, anyways. No, they're just going to tell you to tape it up or something like yeah. that. But no, no, it's yeah. it's weird. Like he's super excited to like because he speaks so highly of you. He, this man, has hyped you up so massively. It's not even funny. That's why I was like kind of stuttery a little bit because all right, all right, she's. I really do. I, I told him. I said, look. I said it's not like she's like my best friend and we hang out or anything. I you know used to talk to her off and on on our show and I said, but she's really cool, really nice, really funny, blah blah blah. And I said, and throughout that time, you know, we have sort of become friends, but we really don't talk. I mean, it's just like once the blue moon and something is going on that pertains to one of us, you know, then sure, you know, we'll talk. 
Um, right. And I told him, I said, but other than that, though, I said, she really is actually really cool, really nice, really funny. And I said, she's one of the few people I've talked to in this, you know, industry that I do actually like. Most people I've kind of, and don't get me wrong, there are a lot that I like, I too. I'm so honored. Wow. Yeah, there are a few that I like, too, but there are a lot that I don't like, but they know I don't like them. It's not a secret. I don't hide it. No, you <laughs> so, tell them they're boring to their yeah. face. I mean, but no, like, I actually hung up in the middle of an interview with a guy because I felt like I was going to sleep, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> but he's so Whoa. excited, and he's so, like, it, it's fun kind of watching him, like, be all perky and stuff, and then, like, grunt in pain. I like, know. I'm, like, keep on shifting, <laughs> man. I'm like, oh, man, my ribs are getting sore. Ugh. Yeah. But he's still smiling. He's still, yeah, smiling. still smiling. He's good. Yeah. He's great. Okay, good. Yep. So I got a really weird question off topic, out out of left field, but it's fun. Oh, um, there we go. <laughs> so how did you wind up going from DOD to ghost hunting? Oh, that's a good question, yeah. So I – well, I've had experiences my whole life, I think. I was just – and I was always really into paranormal phenomena in general, that doesn't just mean, like, ghosts and stuff like that, but literally everything. Uh, but it was kind of, like, in a closet way. Like, I, it's not something I would really talk about. I would just read a lot. And uh, I I did – I so I moved down to the D.C. area to work as an electrical engineer for the, for the DOD. And during that time, like, I didn't know anybody in the area. Mm-hmm. So there were two things I did as kind of extracurricular activities. Uh, on one hand, I, I started getting involved more in indie productions like film because I, I love film and being a part of movies or being a part of like little jobs. In the area here, a lot of the jobs you would find would be on like Discovery ID reenactment shows. So I've done a few of those, which was always fun. <laughs> but uh, the other side of it was I had moved into an apartment at the time here in Northern Virginia and I started having experiences there that were very similar to the ones that I had in my childhood home, which was very intense, and it kind of took me a little bit by surprise because I was always having experiences, but not to this extent. Yeah. And I thought to myself, like, man, if I don't figure out what's going on with me, like, maybe I'm on, like... <laughs> the the verge of some psychotic break or something, I would honestly start questioning myself. It's like, oh, I've kept this a secret for so long. I haven't really spoken about anything that I experienced. Because I, w- I would try to say, like, oh, I'm just trying to keep the crazy inside, not let people know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse my language. But, um, but all the stuff that I'm seeing. And so I, uh, I kind of, I started Googling. And honestly, I wasn't, I wasn't into the paranormal shows. You know, a lot of people ask me, you know, have you seen this episode or this episode? Like, I'm sorry, people of the world. Like, I, I've probably never seen one of the, you know, OG paranormal reality television shows before. But I, I didn't realize that there were so many, there were so many groups, honestly, in the area. And so I started going through the groups, going on their websites, and this one really resonated with me. And I was like, oh, this is for me. And uh, is Maryland Paranormal Research. And the reason why I liked it was because everyone that was a part of the group at the time was either prior military or also worked for the government or was contracted out by the government. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the approach I feel like I felt like I needed because it was more data-driven and I, I felt like I could get more validation off of the experiences that I was having. You yeah, know what, and that's funny because 80 to like 90% of the people on our team are all former military. Me, Jeremy, uh, Wes, so a lot of the guys, all yeah. of us are former. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I, yeah, mean, I feel like, I so feel like military. Because... Go ahead. Oh, it's, it, you know, it's, it's like, it's so different because the go-to is not necessarily paranormal. It's always more logical, yep. you know? I, 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 like about it. I always tell people that with every case that I go on that I view it like a court case. I go in there with just the facts. That's all I'm looking for. And mm-hmm. then we'll determine from there after we get done with all of that. Yeah, you keep the emotion and the, like, like you were saying, you're not necessarily projecting something or telepathically putting something out there into the universe. You're, like, clear. You're coming in there, like I like to say, ignorant. And yeah. you're just going for information and you're open to anything. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. 
Yeah, I think that so, as long as you go in with a, you know, without that preconceived notion of the place being haunted, that more often than not, you are going to find the logical, reasonable explanation for what the people are experiencing 90% of the time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, whether they want to hear it or not. Yep. <laughs> exactly. And we've all had those moments, too. I don't think you know what you're talking about. I think you're just nuts. Have a good one. No. Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. The problem, yeah, the problem, too, is, is that if you believe deep enough that something is happening, whether it existed or not before doesn't matter because at this point it already exists for you and you've already manifested it into your environment. You've already created that weird energy that people start picking up on. Like that that's a real thing. Right now. Found. You know, if you believe that you have a demon in your basement, I guarantee you probably do. By right now, point, Jesse's yeah. going, I'm dating Elizabeth Saint. I'm I dating mean, you've Elizabeth had Saint. <laughs> you've had five teams before this, and what did they all tell you? Oh, they all confirmed that it was me. Oh, okay, all right, got it. I already know. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if it's there or not. In your mind, it exists, and that, and, and that just means that, it, that, it, that it's here. That's it. That's all it takes in my mind because you're, you're not going to be satisfied for anything less than that. Yep, yeah. absolutely. I had a situation where I, I had a woman contact me who claimed she was possessed. This woman wanted me to meet her without my team in a hotel room. I am not exaggerating. <laughs> she was. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't think she's wanting to show me her spirits. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, she wants to show yeah. you some spirit. But yeah, <laughs> team like spirit. Some, like incubus. Yeah, so situation ex- happening. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so I really started, you know, of course, you know, asking all these different questions and getting different viewpoints on it, so on and so forth. And I pretty much narrowed it down, like, yeah, th- this person's just either, either very interested in me, you know, or it's just a uh, person looking for attention, which 90% of the time it winds up being, you know, with that kind of situation. And um, so I found out because I got a, per- a hold of this person's sister and found out that that's what it was, that, that she was an attention seeker. None of this stuff is real. She's been doing this for the longest time, yada, 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 right? So I laughed and I blew it off, and then I put her in contact with another friend of mine and let him deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> That's, wow. That's just a great guy that I am. <laughs> You're so messed up. Dude, I owed him. I owed Rich. Rich had done something stupid oh, to me. Oh, that yes, one. It, yes, that's, that was the case that okay. I put on Rich. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, we're getting ready to wrap it up here in just a minute, so i tell you what. Uh, real quick, go ahead and put out there. you got carte blanche for like a minute. Put out there your websites. Uh, people who want to join Cosm, what they need to do, so on and so forth. Put you, you got the show. Do what you want for one minute. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely uh, check out Cosm. That's Q-O-S-M, Cosm, kind of like Cosmic. And you can go to streamcosm.com or you can just Google Cosm. It's probably the easiest way to go about it. And actually, if you use the coupon code one month free, you'll get one month free on me just now. And uh, you can also go to elizabethsaint.com. I have all of my links to everything else there. Awesome. All right. Well, I tell you what, thank you so much for joining us, Elizabeth. We had a great time. It's fun catching up with you again. Don't be a stranger. Don't wait for a year and a half to, you know, call me again or anything. Thank you. I definitely won't, no. Sweet. Right. Um, definitely I'll come back, though. Like, <laughs> I will. Thanks I, for having me, guys. I know Jesse right now. I going, she said if I think it'll happen. I'm dating Elizabeth Saint. I'm dating Elizabeth Saint. I'm dating Elizabeth Saint. No, no, no. I, look, I, I'm happily married or miserably married. Both, whatever. <laughs> it's all the same. No, I I love my wife. We're whatever, just teasing. You know. We're just yeah, teasing. Yeah, no. All right. But I got to yes. put that out there or I'm going to be <laughs> shot. <laughs> all right. So thanks again, Elizabeth. Had a great time having you on. And we will talk to you again. Thank you so much. Bye. Boy. You're right, going guys. to get me murdered. Do you know that? Once again, my entertainment. What part of this are you not <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, anyways, just want to give a quick shout-out to everybody again. Thank you for tuning in once again to Paraprobe. Uh, Jesse, you didn't get a chance beginning the show. Anybody you want to give out a shout-out to? I was going to, but I forgot. Okay, good enough. Yeah, memory. No, All right. None. We'll see you guys again next weekend, then, for another edition of Paraprobe. Yeah.
breaking news this hour from townhall dot com. i'm ron derostro.